And hello, hello. Here I am, Len Tillum. I'm a lawyer, and I'm coming to you through podcasts. Thank you for downloading and listening. Please tell a friend. This is a lawyer answering legal questions. That's what I'm doing. All kinds of legal questions. You've got legal problems? Give us a call. 800-996-4505. We're taking calls. We're recording them on the air. We'll work it out with you. We will answer your legal questions. Any kind of a question you got, if we like the call, we'll have you put it on the radio. Well, excuse me, old habits die hard, not on the radio. We're podcasting. You got to talk to the lawyer. You give us a call. 800-996-4505. 800-996-4505. Any kind of legal problems you got, I'd love to hear from you. On Wednesday, I'm going to be in Novato with Rosie McNichol and Arden Kwan. We're going to do a trust and estate seminar, the kind of work we do. We'll be in Novato at the Margaret Todd Senior Center, 1560 Hill Road in Novato. That's Wednesday from 10 to 12. It's a free seminar. It's going to cover about two hours, trusts and estates, dynasty trusts, Medi-Cal planning, asset preservation, estate tax, comprehensive seminars. We don't get a large turnout for these. They're small, intimate seminars. We'll have a good time. I'd love to meet you, and we can talk then. Again, do join us. That's Wednesday, May 15th this week, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. at the Margaret Todd Senior Center. Let's start this show. Larry in South San Francisco. Why are you calling a lawyer, Larry? Hi, Len. Thanks for taking my call. My daughter, who's in her mid-30s, will be getting married next month. Nice guy, same age. He doesn't have any assets. All she has is an upside-down condo and a small 401k. <clears throat> a friend of hers, draft, a lawyer, drafted a uh, prenup for her just kind of protect the condo in case it comes up. But he said, you know, since he doesn't have an attorney, and I don't want to charge, I don't want to put my firm on it, you guys could just take this to a notary public if you want have uh, and sign it in front of them. Um, so my question is, basically, does she need a prenup? Any harm in using the one that this guy did uh, just free for her, or what? Yeah, you know, look, the idea of a prenup is that a couple can agree that the income each of them earn after they get married will remain their separate property, as well as anything they buy with, with, the, with their income. Does your daughter make a lot more than this guy? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, with a prenup, your daughter's 401k and her condo will be her separate property if they get divorced. Without one, the income she uses to pay the mortgage on the condo will create a community property interest in the home. So the home won't be 100% community property, but part of it will be. Um, how much does your daughter make a year, would you say? Oh, I'd say it's around the 70 grand mark. And what does the uh, lucky guy make a year about, would you say? He's probably uh, oh, a third or so less than that. You know, I, I mean, and when are they getting married? Uh, in mid-November. See, it's October. It's, it's almost, you know, the end of October. For yeah. prenup to be legal, both of the spouses have to have their own lawyers. It's Barry Bonds. Barry Bonds was getting married. Here's a Bonds case. He was getting married. And on the way to the chapel, he says to the fiance, oh, by the way, we got to stop at my lawyer's office. And she signs a prenup. Then they're getting divorced. You know, you can't take that many steroids and stay normal and married. They're getting divorced. And he waves the prenup. And she says, screw you. I'm going to lawyers. You know, and she won. It went to the California Supreme Court. They said, if you just force that on somebody and they don't have time to think about it, it doesn't count. So both sides have to have lawyers. It has to be completed in its final form at least two weeks before the wedding. Um, you know, I don't... There's not that great an income disparity. The home is underwater. Um, are you pushing this deadline, or is she really desirous of having it? 
Um, no, we just thought because of you know, the condo and we're on it with her that we thought we'd try and protect it. But you are protected. First of all, it's underwater. And you're on the condo right now. What do you own, half? About a third. See, I, you can ask about it, but it's it's going to be lawyers. It's going to be three, four grand in expenses. Um, I, I wouldn't do it if I were you. I, You know, really. Has your daughter been married many times or does either of them have a drinking problem or something like that? Oh, first marriage for both, and no, no, no problem. And your daughter's in her mid thirties, right? That's correct. She want to have kids? She, yes, they do. Yeah, they're gonna have kids. People in their mid thirties, you know, don't get divorced as much as other people. Don't worry. I, my advice: you don't need it. You know, you'll what a dope I am if they ever, God forbid, get divorced. There's a better thing: the money that you're gonna leave her, you and your wife. You know, your daughter doesn't have very much. And on 70 or 100 grand a year and raising kids, and if she stops working, they're not going to become Rockefellers. You know, it's tough out there. You probably have a few bucks. You got some real estate. What you should do is the money you leave to your daughter, if you leave it to her outright in a trust, and she commingles it, and within three years, most properties commingled after, you know, you die. You know, parents leave it to the kids, it gets commingled. It'll be, she'll turn into community property. If you left it to her in a dynasty trust, if you leave it in a okay. dynasty trust, anything you leave your daughter is her separate property. So you, it's like you are negotiating a prenuptial agreement for her with your property. Leave them alone. You don't need your son-in-law thinking, you know, what a creep you are. You want this guy to like you and visit you on Thanksgiving instead of his mother. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah, forget the Just, you know what you can do? Go to my webpage, lentillum.com. On, on the trust, they're also called Family Protection Trusts. Well, there's a search box at lentillum.com. Type in the word dynasty in the search box. You'll find an article about these trusts and how they work. Or just Google dynasty trust. The Wall Street Journal loves them. They're fabulous things. You do a dynasty trust. Come see me. We do lots of them, too. That will protect your property. Go to the wedding. Give them a generous gift, and they'll visit you more often, okay? Thanks a million, Len. And a story. Bernard in Fremont. Len Tillum. Why are you calling a lawyer, Bernard? I'm calling for my sister. She's, she's uh, 98 years old. 98 years old? No, 96. Excuse me. She's 96. Go on. And she got pulled over for driving 90 miles an hour on the freeway. Wait a minute. She was driving almost as fast as she is old, right? <laughs> oh, more than that. She probably was going 100 for good luck. Who knows? Anyway, they caught a 96-year-old woman driving 90 miles an no, hour. 76. Oh, you, oh, I'm sorry. 76. I'm sorry too. All right, let's start again. Your sister's 76, but she was driving 90 miles an hour. That's what they say. She, where? She claims she wouldn't, but that's not much of defense. Where, where was she driving 90 miles an hour? It was coming from Tracy to Oakland. What free? What is that? Five. What is that? Five eighty. It doesn't matter. But what? What time of day was it? Oh gosh, I don't know that. Was it daytime or nighttime? Daytime. Thank God, because she probably couldn't see where she was going nighttime. You know. But anyway, all right. So, all right, they caught her doing ninety. What? What? So, please go on. What's going on now? Well, uh, we went down. She lost a ticket. Yeah. And I went down with her and tried to get a copy of it, and they gave her a court date for January the 17th. Do you know when she got the ticket? It was early this year, uh, probably April, May or sometime. Okay, so here's what's going on. I'm sure the ticket came and went, and she was found guilty with a failure to appear. You got it? 
I, I'm sure that's what's going. You can go back to the court and find out what she's been charged with. See, when she was given the ticket, something like April, when you get a ticket, you sign a citation. The cop gives you the ticket, says, sign this ticket. And when you sign it, what you're doing, you're not saying I'm guilty of the crime, but you're saying I agree to be under the court's jurisdiction. I'll show up for the ticket. So when she failed to pay off the ticket or request a hearing in time, that's a failure to appear. You got it? So yes. guaranteed she's already guilty by default for speeding, and the court could cite you for a failure to appear. Maybe she's looking at about $900 in fines. Golly. Now, the only way she can get out of it is to plead stupidity. Stupidity? Yeah. I mean, she could go to the hearing and try and convince the judge. She's a nice old lady, and she thought she'd get another ticket, you know, another letter to remind her to pay the ticket. She might get some sympathy. But here's the problem. Bernard, between you and me, does your sister have a little dementia? Does she forget what's going on? Is she losing it a little bit? Uh, she's, she's losing it a little bit. Yeah. You know, she loses the ticket. Bernard, do you have do you have grandchildren? How old are you? Um, eighty. You have grandchildren, right? Yes. Would you let your sister drive your grandchildren in her car? Uh, yeah, I probably would. Oh, come on, you real? All right, look. Here's the problem. Well, right now I didn't tell the rest of the story. Oh, let me hear. She's in the hospital. Oh, with what? She had a stroke or something. Uh, oh. I don't know. Okay, so. How many days ago did she have the stroke? About six or seven days ago. Is she not talking? Is she not walking? She's kind of coming out of it now. I talked to her daughter this morning and said she's going to probably go to rehab tomorrow. All right. So can she walk? Yes. And she's got some aphasia where she can't talk very well? She couldn't talk. She can move her right side and her left side? Uh, Yes. All right. Sounds to me like, you know, you get a stroke like that. Her driving days may be over, you know. Um, They're not going to put her in jail. You're worried what happens if she's still in a nursing home on January 17th when the hearing is, right? I'm more concerned with what she can expect. And she don't have no $900. She's on a fixed income. Well, you can get a doctor's letter saying that she had a stroke a few days ago and she's not doing well and, and send that to the court. They're not going to arrest her. You got you got her for this. I wouldn't worry so much about the courts right now. They're not going to come and arrest her over this fine. She's going to lose her license. But between you and me, Bernard, she's had a stroke. She's got dementia. She was crazy enough or foolish enough or demented enough at 78 to be driving 90 miles an hour between Stockton and Oakland. You know, she could have killed somebody. Did you follow what I'm saying? So she's not making good decisions. So I think her driving day should be over. You know, look, she forgot her ticket. She, maybe she shouldn't be driving any longer. And by the way, the cops or a doctor or any interested party, you can report somebody, you know, drop a dime on them. There's a DMV form called DS-699, which is a request for driver reexamination. DS-699 DMV form, request for driver reexamination. Um the DMVs could call her in for a test. You know, if you if the cops see somebody 78 driving 90 on the freeway, they should call them in for an examination and see what's going on. So, But guaranteed they're not going to put her in jail, all right? Okay. Just and if fun. she doesn't have money to pay the fine, she's not a rich lady? No, she's very poor. Yeah, if she doesn't have much money, um, don't worry about it. They're not going to put her in jail. Use her money to take care of her rather than paying the DMV. 
And then if they take her license away, it's not the end of the world either, if you ask me. All right? Maybe done her a favor, maybe. Yeah. By the way, I've got to tell you this, Bernard. You sound exactly like Morgan Freeman, the actor. Oh, yeah. Has anybody ever told you that? Uh, yes, say to hell. You, you sound like Morgan Freeman. You could play the play, sound be the president in movies, okay? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Take care of your sister. All right? Thank you. Asha in Hayward. Len Tillum. How come you're calling a lawyer, Asha? I received that. Thank you, Lynn. Um, I received a call from uh, a gentleman from Maryland, and he said, I have won a million dollars plus a Mercedes Benz. And so a month went by, and I called him, and he said, yes, I have won $250,000. Wait, wait. I thought you said it's a million dollars, not 250000 yeah. Correct. Now it's 250000 Yes. And okay. So he spoke with me, and then I, he said, at the end, he said, well, they pay 95% of the taxes. However, I'm supposed to pay 1% of tax, which is $500, and then another 500 will be processing fee. And once I pay that $1,000, uh, they will make um, an appointment for somebody to deliver the money and the car to my house. And he has my house, the home address, and my name, or my date, date of birth, and everything. No, wait, wait a so, second. Do, do you want my considered legal opinion? about yes, what sir. you should do for getting this money, mm-hmm. and I'm a lawyer, so this is my considered legal opinion, don't hold your breath. Are you? This is a scam. This guy could have said, if you would have got an email from Nigeria saying, you know, I'm the prince of Nigeria and my father's the ambassador to the UN and you're going to get $82 billion, you know it's a ripoff, right? Yes. <laughs> There's no way this is legal. If this were, a, by the way, if this was a real lottery, you'd remember buying a ticket. How old are you, Asha? 56. You don't have Alzheimer's, do you, right? No. Who, who's, who's running for president of the United States, Asha? Who's, who's running for president? Oh. Come on. <laughs> Maybe you do have Alzheimer's. You don't know who's running for president at 56? Who? Oh, God. I forgot his name now. <laughs> Barack Obama and Mitt Romney, right? <laughs> yes. yes. Maybe you are demented. You know, listen, the reason I said... <laughs> Don't be nervous. Look, if this were a real lottery, you would remember buying a ticket, right? Right. And you know what he said? It's yeah. One of the stores that I shop at, it was selected by a computer. That's a lie. Yeah. It's a lie. They're not giving away a million dollars. You know, and when you win the real lottery, you don't send them money even for tax. They withhold the taxes. I promise you, I promise you, if you give them $500 or $1,000, you're going to be on a sucker list for the rest of your life because you are a sucker. And every week you're going to receive envelopes and phone calls asking for money. I knew a woman, 88 years old. She was a sucker. She would send money and she was sure she's, there are some old people, you know, these lotteries and they think they're going to win and they get these letters saying they won. They haven't won anything. Honest, Asha, it's a scam. You're not going to get a million dollars and don't send anybody a thousand dollars or even a penny. Okay. All right. All right. And, and they Thank just you, do sir. this. Please be careful. All right. Okay. I forwarded the email to you anyway. Um, if you get it, go ahead and look at it anyway. I just kind of copied and pasted. I don't know if you should have forwarded it to me because I'll send them the thousand dollars and I'll steal your million dollars. That's fine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you'll be happy. Yeah. Yeah. You'll be happy. That ripoff guy in Maryland. And he doesn't have to be in Maryland. He could be in Poland or Czechoslovakia. Who knows where he is, you know? It's, it's a funny, though. He gave his address from Las Vegas. He said the money is dispersed from Las Vegas. Yeah, right. And there's an address in there. Who knows? Whatever it is, it's okay. just a scam. All right, everybody, All right. be alert. Yeah.
Okay, there's nothing for nothing, you know, really. And you, you see, here's an amazing thing. You listen to this call with Asha, and in a heartbeat, you knew it was a scam. You know, but somehow when you're contacted, you don't believe anybody would try and scam you. Be careful. Be alert. You know what I'm talking about. You know, you'll get that call. Help, Grandma. I'm in jail in Kansas. They caught me with some marijuana. I need $3,000 bail. And they have a way of getting you to tell them the grandson's name. and the other. They're very good at these, these con artists. It's not your grandson. And the grandson will say, don't call mom your daughter because I don't want to know I'm in jail. Don't do it. Really, don't send money when somebody calls you asking for... Well, you know that already, right? Okay. Shelly in Watsonville. How come you're calling a lawyer, Shelly? Hi. Um, I've been charged with contributing to the delinquency of a minor. Yeah, what what happened? Um, my son was murdered in March. March of this year? Excuse me? March of this year? Yes. How old was he? 21. Oh, my God. What happened? You never get over that, the death of a child. No, Horrible. Not. What happened? He was stabbed. By who? By, I can't say the guy's name, but um, he claimed self-defense. But is he, is he in jail? No, he's not. <sighs> but my son's friends, some of which are gang members, have been, from day one, been calling, texting me, or coming by to check on me. They even pitched in to pay my rent for me last month because I wasn't going to work. I just barely went back to work since my son's death. Yeah, who can function? You lose a child. Exactly. It's like... I'm under a doctor's care. With, uh, I'm on antidepressants. I don't know what they're supposed to do for me, but yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Anyways, I got raided by a gang task force. I invited these boys over because since they paid the rent for me, I've been inviting them over to come over and have dinner. Okay, I don't know what happened. Somebody called or something said gang members are here or something. I don't know. I work for a school district also, so I can lose my job over this. Wait, wait a minute. You were raided by the gang task force? Do you have any other children living in your house? No, I don't. So can you tell me the name of this gang these kids belong to? Uh, no, I don't want to say that. Okay. <laughs> but they belong to a gang, and these gang members helped you after... Some of them, not all of them. Not all of them. I mean, they got tattoos on their face and things like that, teardrops under their eyes or not. Well, they were looking for drugs and weapons, which they did not find. Nothing in your house when they raided it, right? Exactly. The okay. only thing that they took was drawings and writings that were in my son's room that these boys draw, draw pictures. or In fact, some of them were rest in peace to my son. And they took all that. They took a folder of papers. And now I'm being charged with this. Uh, contributing, I guess, on that point. Now, now, wait a minute. These dumb cops in Watsonville raided your house, the mother of a dead kid? Yes, and in fact, I was cussed at by one of the sheriffs. What did he say to you? I don't know if I could say this on the radio. Well, don't say the F word, but you, you use the initials. <laughs> what? the F word. I was asked, she was inside. I go, what's going on? What's the, what, I need to know what's happening. Yeah. Who's in your effing house? <sighs> How and old are you? How old are you? I'm 49. You don't deserve to be talking to that way at all. No, I don't, and that's what I told them. Yeah. So I did they arrest you right then? Or no, put... I was not arrested. Okay. But my son's earned in the house. They were throwing things around, and I asked, can I go in the house? They said no. One of the cops that was here, Watsonville cops, did let me go in because my son's earned is in the house. 
and he made me sit in the chair, and he said if I got up and moved, that I would be handcuffed and put outside. Now, w- wait a second. Oh, I can't believe this. This this is amazing. So how do you know you're now being charged with contributing to the delinquency of a... I got a ticket. I'm looking at it right now. Okay. Does it say misdemeanor or felony? It's a misdemeanor. All right. So... What they give you a date when you have to be in court, right? November 7th. But right. it says the boxes check booking required. What, what that means is they want you to show up at the county jail and get booked. If, yes. you, if you don't do it, the judge will order you to do it, or the cops could show up your home to force you to do it. A lot of people okay. don't do it. You know what I mean? Wait, wait and see. But what you have to do on, what did you say, November 7th? Is that what you said? Yes. yes. You have to show up at the hearing and plead not guilty and okay. ask for a public defender. And yes. you have a good defense. I bet your ticket, it says Penal Code Section 272, right? Yes. Okay. That, yeah, to convict you under Penal Code 272, they have to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that your actions caused a minor to become a dependent of the juvenile court or a delinquent or a habitual truant. They have okay. to prove you did it. So... I mean, even if some of your friends belong to a gang, you're not guilty unless you made it happen. They are harassing you. Your son is dead. They are heartless. They are stupid Watsonville cops. Plead not yeah. guilty. Get a public defender. You're not going to lose your job, Shelley. Thank you. But you got to get out there and join the world again. Stay at home. I am. I you went know, back know. to work in September. <laughs> Good. God bless you. That'll that'll do you good. Go back to work in September. And don't worry about anything. All right. Thank How many? You do, you have any much. do you have any other children? Yeah, I have one son. He's twenty nine and he lives in Long Beach, and he's going to school and working. All right. Yeah, I, I understand. You know, I want my daughters to come to my funeral. I don't want to go to theirs. Clients yes. I've met, people. I, I. It's horrible. You lose a child. I think you never get over that. That's worse than the loss of a spouse. It, it is. I know. I cry every day still. I know. You might consider some kind of these uh, grieving groups or, you know, they have organizations where you can meet and talk to people. It helps to yes, talk. Yes, I've looked into that. Thank you. Do it. Even if the people are different than you or you're different color or you, they're not the same as you, don't go in there and say, well, uh, they're not like me. They're talking from their heart. And exactly. if you listen from their heart, get a little therapy, join a, a support group and, and keep staying in the world. That's your only choice. Okay, so I don't need to go get pre-booked and they can... I have a feeling they're going to throw it out of court. Yeah, I think they will. And if you don't get three... You know, they could come and force you to do it. I doubt if they will. So don't okay. worry about it, okay? All right, thank but, you. But um, it's just BS, you know? And to hell with yes. those stupid cops and <laughs> DA. Thank you for calling. Thank you. You lose a kid and they do that to you? Outrageous. John in San Bruno. Len Tillum. News Talk 910. John, why are you calling a lawyer? Okay, Len, thanks for taking my call. And uh, I had an incident with my two sons on August 9th up at San Francisco Ocean Beach. Mm-hmm. They were having uh, a bonfire, an illegal fire, because it was in one of their pits. And the party they were having, the people they were having a party with were also drinking beer. And one of my sons uh, decided to, uh, after the police showed up, to question their authority, and he got cited. How, how old is your son? In public, 18 how, years old. And the other son, how old is the other one? They're twins. Okay, so one twin, what happens? They're, having, they're at Ocean Beach in San Francisco in the summer, right? Correct. And it's late at night, and they're Correct. drinking and having a fire on the beach, right? Correct. And I understand, 
what the cops had put the fire out or stopped drinking, and then yeah, I, th- I believe the uh, police were just going to s- disperse them, and unfortunately, uh, one of the sons decided to question why they're being dispersed. Using all the brains God gave him, your son decided it was a good idea. The cops giving him a break, get out of here, to to mouth off to the cop. You know how? Yeah, yeah, I think that's basically it. Yeah, I, I got it. The other son was the designated driver because they were borrowing my vehicle. Right. So you got twin sons, and it sounds like one of them wound up with most of the brains. I, I hope not. <laughs> really? I swear to God. Look, you don't talk back to cops. When they're going to let you go, as a rule, the cop, you, what you do is, and they expect it, a little bit of humility, a little gratitude. Thank you, officer. I'll never do it again. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I got another. Tell your son, the one who got in trouble, maybe he should mouth off to the judge this time, question his authority. That's another good idea, you know? Well, I hope not. Okay. So he, this is federal property. Ocean Beach is federal property, right? Correct. Right. Yeah. He was caught breaking the law on federal property. They're heard before a federal magistrate. Uh, the feds Correct. can turn the prosecution over to the state. Do you, does your son know where he's supposed to show up? Yeah. Uh, we got it all figured out. We're going tomorrow. And he's 18. Was he 18 when this happened? Yeah, he just turned 18 uh, in May. Okay. So he's not going to go to jail. This isn't serious. What's he charged with? Drunk in public? Uh, yeah, drunk in public, illegal fire, glass. What does glass mean? I think the, the beer bottles. Well, you're not allowed to have glass on the beach, I guess. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. This is not the end of the world. Here's the big problem. If the DMV finds out your son is convicted of an alcohol-related offense, even that has nothing to do with driving, like open container or drunk in public, you lose your license for a year. So what your son has to do is be really respectful to the judge, and hopefully he can say, Your Honor, I'm sorry this happened. Even if he's not sorry, he better BS that judge. I'm sorry this happened. I've learned my lesson. And is there any kind of a diversion program? A diversion program, and it wouldn't do your son some, you know, your son probably already, I don't know if you know this, but he may have an alcohol problem. Because if you get drunk and your mouth off to a cop, alcohol is causing a problem in your life. And this is a kid, normal kids don't do that. Kids who are drinking too much. I'm an alcoholic, so I'm, I'm thinking back in my history. But I, I don't know, if, you know, who knows? He's only 18. Yeah. But you can be an alcoholic at 18. I got drunk at about 15 at a bar mitzvah, 13, and I was drinking alcoholically then. So I, anyway, anyway, that doesn't matter. Okay, look, you're looking for diversion, some kind of a thing where your son's got to go to an AA meeting and be a goody two-shoes, and, and then he's not convicted of any alcohol-related offense, and he gets to keep his license. You got it? Got so it. you're going to say to the judge, here's what he's going to say, because this is a misdemeanor. Right. You'll say to the judge, Your Honor, is there any kind of a diversion program? If he says no, you say, well, we'd like a public defender. Your son doesn't have any money. You don't pay for a lawyer. You don't need a private lawyer. A public defender can handle it. At the very least, the, uh, maybe they'll get him for the drunken public, but the, you know, the uh, illegal fire and the, the glass, those things should be dismissed. Don't just plead guilty. So again, first you say, Your Honor, and you, he's 18. You know, the law and all his wisdom considers this baby. Your, your young son is an adult. But go figure. But anyway... He's got to say, Your Honor, I'm sorry. Is there a diversion program? And if he sounds humble, you know what I mean? The judge might, they might have something. And then he, he can just get rid of the case by doing what they want. But otherwise, ask for a public defender. You got all that? 
I got that. No got pleading that. guilty right away. Thank you, John. So, so Len, so it could go from they could they could just take this and send it to the state level. Well, what happens is federal court, if they don't want to handle it, they can turn the prosecution over. What county? Was this in San Francisco County, right? San Francisco, right. They can turn the prosecution over to the San Francisco DA. I, I just don't. I'm not that familiar with federal courts, but I know they can do it. Oh. You got to show up in the federal building tomorrow. Correct. Okay. Diversion program or public defender, and then see what they do. Be polite. Okay. You're going to go with them? Oh yeah. Wonderful. Don't be late. Good. It's good you go with them. The judge will see. Daddy cares. They like that stuff. We do emails. Lots of emails. LenTillum.com. L-E-N-T-I-L-L-E-M. LenTillum.com. You got legal problems? We can answer them if you can't call it in. Just send us an email. You know, I work with three other lawyers. We do trust in estates. Who get your stuff when you die? Um, Dynasty Trust. Keep Protect the money from the greedy kid your daughter or son married. Keep it for the grandchildren. Protect it from creditors. Medi-Cal planning. Asset preservation. God forbid somebody's in a nursing home. Estate tax issues. We, we do that all the time. We'd love to answer it. And by the way, I'd love you to be my client. If you live anywhere near the North Bay and you need some good lawyers to help you with estate planning, we're the people to call. I see clients. I'd love to see you. We've got a staff. We've been doing it over 20 years. Keep us in mind for your legal problems. Send me legal questions. Here's one from Tom. Tom writes, his 20-year-old son was cited for being drunk in public in Santa Barbara. Dallas to Donuts, the kid goes to UCSB. The cop didn't do a breathalyzer test. If he gets convicted of being drunk in public, he's going to lose his driver's license for a year. That's right, Tom. And um, the cop doesn't have to give you a breathalyzer test. You don't need a breathalyzer test to tell if somebody's drunk. I mean, you see a sloppy drunk, you know, somebody's drunk driving. You don't have to be a CHP guy or woman. You know if they're drunk driving. So your kid's going to lose this case. First of all, he's had some alcohol in him. The cop can testify to that. Whether it's drunk or public or mi- in public or minor in possession, both of them, he can kiss his 20-year-old ass license goodbye. You know what I mean. So if your son doesn't want to lose his license for a year, he's got to make a deal. And Santa Barbara County, because they got all those drunk students at UC Santa Barbara, has a diversion program where your kid can go on probation, attend a class. If he stays out of trouble, it means no pot, no getting drunk. He won't have a conviction on his, license, on his record, and he can keep his license. Not a bad deal.